And I'm like, thank you for that Mother's Day gift. I appreciate that. So he's, he's I don't know, he's going to be in and out here this morning. Well, Mom, lots of moms in the house this morning. You rock. <laughs> you do. To each of you joining us, there's no doubt that this world, this church, these families would not be the same without you in it. You are vital, special, strong, and I commend you today, speaking mother to mother. You're not in only influences in the lives of the people here, but you're leading these beautiful children in exceptional ways. And even on the days that you feel like you're failing, I promise you that your kids still think you're the best mom in the whole entire universe. I love being a mom. It's the most challenging thing I think I've ever done, and I've done a lot of challenging things in my life. I, I was looking up just some mom memes in preparation to come here today. I live by the humor side because you have to if you're a mom because you go crazy if you don't. I love this one. It says, you know you're a mom when your idea of world peace is that everything has a drive through <laughs> It's true. I hate getting all my kids out of the car because you can't get them back in ever. I used to see a Sharpie marker as an innocent writing utensil, but now as a mom, I see it's a weapon of mass destruction. Have you ever had that down your walls, right, or on your white couch? Mom life, there's just nothing like it. I'm sure I could survey each of you here today, and you would have story after story of moments that made you love your life as a mom, and then others that made you question your existence. But there's no doubt in my mind that this one, this calling, is the one that is most blessed. To be a mom means that you bring up a child with care and affection, that you look after kindly and sometimes excessively so. Any excessive moms in here this morning? <laughs> the meaning of a mother is virtually endless. She is a protector. She is a disciplinarian. She is a friend. She is a selfless, loving human who must sacrifice her own wants and needs for those of her children. She works hard to make sure her children are equipped with knowledge, skills, and abilities that, in hope that they become a competent human being. The hope. <laughs> Mothering is a choice, whether that choice is biological or whether that choice is that of just loving the children in your life. Mom, your job is the most important, the most difficult, the most exhausting, yet the most rewarding that you will ever experience. I didn't know it until I became a mom. I thought I knew what it was like to be a mom until I became one. And I'm so tired. <laughs> I, I just laugh about it. I'm like, I thought I knew what tired was. I had no idea. These dark circles don't go away. They just stay there. When you look at being a mom, there's many feelings and there's many different things that you may experience. But I want to bring a few to your attention. It'll probably bring back some nostalgic for, for some of you this morning. But number one, joy. Remember that one? Maybe you don't feel it this morning. But joy, that moment that you held that baby in your arms, there was nothing like it. Or the time you watched them take their first steps or graduate from college, joy, fear. That's a hard one for me. 
It's that innate desire for me to offer constant protection to my child, to give them the best life that I could ever give them. But through that fear that I have, what do I get? Anxiety. (laughs) Constant days of anxiety as a mom. Three, exhaustion. There it is. Cleaning up after your kids constantly. Sleepless nights with a fussy baby or sleepless nights worrying about what decisions they're making or how late they're out or what their futures are going to look like. The endless routines, the sack lunches, the things you do every day. Mom, you're exhausted. Pride. I love this one. Every milestone that I experience with my kids is a wonderful, prideful memory. There's artwork on my fridge. There's standing ovations that I've sat in an auditorium and rooted them on. That's my kid. Bible quizzers, right? We know about that around here. You're so proud. Failure. From the moments we've blown up in frustration at the end of our rope. Been there. (laughs) Hanging on by a little thread. For the times we've messed up the dinners. I've done that a few times. Or that I forgot it was pajama Thursday. My poor kid came home from school so frustrated. Failure. Mom, man. That failure oftentimes will bring guilt. Mom guilt. Felt that one before? That's real in our day and age today. We sit around and we convince ourselves that, man, I just wish I could be like that mom. She has it all together. She looks great. Look at her hair. (laughs) Right? I'm just not worthy. Why, why, Why did I ever choose to do this? There's frustrations that come when you get those calls from the teacher because your kid won't behave in school. Guilt. Why? Why? God, really? Grace. If you're a mom, you've experienced endless grace. You've missed some moments, and you've received grace. We found ourselves in constant comparisons, but yet day in and day out, grace, grace, grace. Disappointment. This was spoken of this morning a little bit. Disappointment, whether I've lost a baby or I've had to deal with the decisions that my children have made, and I've been so disappointed. God, why why does this have to be me? Why couldn't they just listen? Why can't my life just be as easy as their life? Strength. Despite those disappointments, Mom, You've picked yourself up day in and day out. In the most vulnerable, messy, and inexperienced moments, you found courage to get up this morning. Get your kids to church. Number 10, and there are many more. Number 10, love. Perhaps the greatest of these, love. There's unconditional love that you experience as a mom. It nourishes not only our own souls, but it allows us to influence our children despite our own shortcomings. There's no love like a mother's love. Through love, we find that we're equipped to go on and try again, again today, to be better, to be stronger, to answer the call, the greatest call, the one of motherhood. I went through these experiences and these, and these feelings this morning to bring to light a couple of things. I had a completely different sermon planned until Wednesday of this week, <clears throat> which doesn't happen to me very often. 
And I feel like God has something very special for us today. Brother McBride walked all over it this morning. I turned to Jonathan and I said, well, <laughs> there's my confirmation I've been praying about. I've been eating Tums for four days. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm doing the right thing, God. Moms, you have these feelings, the guilt, the disappointment, the comparisons. And those feelings, unfortunately, drive us to experience one of the biggest issues that every mom faces, and that is this, that she sets unrealistic expectations for herself and her motherhood that is not of God. I'm going to ask you this morning to please hear me because I feel like God has something special for you, Mom. The times you sit around and question why you can't be the perfect Pinterest mom that you see on Facebook. The one who plans the perfect parties and has the coolest friends and the cutest kids and the perfect hair and the gorgeous vehicle and the biggest house. And we add thousands of things to our calendars and our hearts and we go into debt trying to keep up with all these worldly expectations in the midst, just wondering if we could keep up. I'm going to give you a laundry list of a few of those expectations in a moment, but I want you to consider, as mentioned this morning, the time. We talk about this often. How many days do I have with my kids? Not very many, unfortunately. I have this much time to influence them. I have this much time to make sure they know who God is, and I feel that time with everything else but God. And it hurts this morning for me to have to bring this, and I'm talking to myself as much as I am the next person, but it's our worldly expectation. The world expects us to be a part of everything except for the things that will make our kids right. Here's some of the expectations, Mom. Get ready, this is going to be good. Lose that baby weight and get back in shape as quickly and gracefully as possible. Make sure you get eight hours of sleep at night so you can get up in the morning and work out. Make sure you also, though, care for your family. And if you're going to get up at 5 a.m., uh, unless you, you have to get up at 5 a.m. unless you want to do it at the end of the day when you're so exhausted and your kids need you to do other things. Also, make sure you maintain a clean, Pinterest-worthy Pinterest house. Recycle. Be Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy, the Birthday Planner. The poop doula, the finder of the lost things, the moderator of fights, be fun, be firm, read books, have dance parties. Maintain your schedule for the entire family. You have birthday parties coming up. Make sure you have presents for everyone that's coming. Ensure your kids are learning to swim, play an instrument, read, ride a bike, be a good human, eat their vegetables, wear sunscreen, drink enough water, and say please and thank you. Don't forget that you have to plan healthy meals, especially if you're trying to lose those 20 pounds I mentioned a few minutes ago. That requires meal planning and grocery shopping and meal prep on the weekends. Also, though, make sure you make time to hang out with your kids on the weekends instead of just doing all the grocery shopping. Date your spouse. It's important that you do this because you have to keep your uh, relationships alive and healthy. Please try to go out one to two times a month. Hire the babysitter that charges $22 an hour. But if you're going to do that, you have to make sure you take out an extra mortgage or get another job to pay for the babysitter. 
Make sure you have a hobby. It's important to have you time. Also keep track of politics so that you can have a discussion with somebody that you might run into at the park. Keep off your phone, turn off the TV, enjoy your life, enjoy your kids. These times are good times and be sure that you enjoy every moment of it because before you know it, it'll be in the past. And we wonder why we're exhausted. Not to mention there's many other things you could sit down and probably think about your own life, about things that you're involved in, right? Here's our reality. 1 John 2 and 16 says, For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, the pride in possessions is not from the Father, but it is of the world. God never intended, moms, for our lives to be so full and burdened with these expectations that we find ourselves struggling, lost, and exhausted at the mercy of who we feel we should be. Who did God say you are? Let me just tell you that if God made you a mom, he'll equip you in being a mom. You don't have to go out and try to keep up with the Joneses to do it. The Bible says in Psalms 46 and 10, be still and know that I am God. Don't allow the busy, 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 busy to rob you of who God made you to be. Everybody says, well, I just want balance. You heard that before? Maybe you've said that. I've said that a few times. Well, we just need a balanced life, okay? Jonathan, I'll sit down. And what's balance? I heard this analogy recently, and I really liked it, and I'd like to share it with you. It says, imagine balance as being that you take your life and compartmentalize it into 10 boxes. Okay, so I've got church and activities and school and whatever, 10 boxes, well, balance for many of you would say that you fill all 10 of, those, 10 of those boxes up, right? That would be balance for many of us. We would think that. But in essence, friends, filling every one of those boxes is actually chaos. Have you ever tried to keep up with the 10 boxes? It'll make you crazy. Balance is praying about it first. Prayerfully considering your life and the, the, ch- the children's lives that you, were, that you were leading and asking God, God, what should be most important to us in our house? And you take those three boxes of the ten and you fill those up. One of those ought to be church. And that ought to be a priority in my life. Maybe my kid doesn't make it to swim. Maybe my kid doesn't get meal prep every day. That's okay, because you know what? My kids get in prayer. Where are the priorities? God is calling us today to pour our lives into the things that matter, to pour our lives into the things that will last. Ephesians 5, 15 and 17 says, Be careful how you walk, making the best of your time, because the days are evil. Luke 8 discusses sowing seed, and I love this. It was just drawn to my attention. I listened to a sermon just recently, and it said, basically, you, you throw this seed into the thorns, right, and the, into the ground where the thorns are, and it may grow, but guess what? Eventually, the thorns are going to eat it all up. They're going to choke it out. That's what it's like when you have 10 boxes full of stuff. Eventually, you got nothing else you can give, okay? You're so tired, and you're never getting to that point of actual, wonderful, godly motherhood. 
In our world today, our kids need us, moms. I'm a firm believer, and I'm young, and I'm probably naive enough to believe that my kid does not need the exercise coach at wherever. They need me to influence their lives. They, they need me to speak into their life. They need me to pray over them. It's not the responsibility of the youth pastor to handle all of that. They need us in their lives daily. God, I speak over their lives. You are going to live your life for God. I know it's easy to get lost in the expectations. Unfortunately, our world today has this idea of, I just want to make my life better than what I had. Anybody doing that? We have that conversation all the time. Well, I'll buy them the new shoes. They're $120, but it's better than what I had. I wore filas that were $9 from Walmart, okay? And we have to check ourselves because should that be a priority? Every parent is different, and I know that. I'm not trying to parent your kids. But I'm just telling you this, more than any of the perfect mom things we do, our kids must see Jesus in us. We have to say prayerful moms. We have to be the one that brings joy into our home. I know it's a lot of responsibility, trust me. I'm not always happy at 6 a.m. when my kid has been up all night. But I, I need to be the one that they hear worshiping in the other room. I am the one that they need to hear praying over them in the middle of the night. I am the one that needs to be sure that Jesus stays at the center of our prayer time and our dinner time and our worship time. I believe he's calling us today. I know moms were exhausted. Anybody? I'm just tired. I'm tired of trying to keep up. I'm tired of trying to be everything to everybody. That's how I feel sometimes. Sometimes my poor husband comes home and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just tired. But God is calling us today. And you said it this morning, Galatians 6, 9, for in due season we will reap if we faint not. And in order for us to faint not, as was mentioned, we've got to keep worship at the center We've got to keep Jesus at the center. And I realize that takes time. That's where the prioritizing comes into play. God's calling us today to think about and exhort upon and consider where is our time going. He says in Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, Come unto me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. I've read this for years, and I always thought that rest meant sleep. And I was like, praise him. Come unto me, he'll give me sleep. But in the Greek, you know what that word means there? It means calm and patient expectation. What he's saying is, mom, come unto me, and I will take your exhaustion and your uncertainty and turn it into peace and tranquility. Come unto me. You want the answer? You want an answer for your exhaustion? You want an answer for all the craziness that's happening in this world? Come unto me. The only way we'll ever find it, though, is we're, if we enable ourselves to relinquish our lives into his hands. Are you willing this morning to give him your calendar? Are you willing this morning to give him your heart and your priorities? 
Do you realize that if you were willing to give God your all this morning, he would turn that into so much more than you'll ever turn it in, trying to get your kids into everything? We have to allow his presence to be a part of our moments. Psalm 16 and 11 says, You make known unto me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand, pleasures forevermore. And I remind myself constantly at an altar, and I say, God, you tell me the path to take. God, you tell me the priorities I need to have for my kids. I don't want to put them in 50,000 different things and it not help them. When you know where my kids need to be, right here at the altar with me. That's where they need to be. I sing to my son in the presence of Jehovah. It's a long song, an old song. It means a lot to me. Ever since he was born, I sing that to him when he sleeps. And I do that because I want him to know that no matter what he faces in the presence of Jehovah, is where his life and his sustenance will always come from. And I believe that if I continually do it, moms, if you continually sow, I know it's hard. If you continually give, I know it's exhausting. Get them in church. Pray for their hearts. Get them where they need to be. All the other things don't matter in this world, but I need them to know him. I want to trade in my chaos for his presence. We run at a breakneck pace, moms, to try to achieve what God simply wants us to slow down long enough to receive. Running and running and running, wishing that God, God, and God is just saying, come unto me. Come, come unto me. I really do have it all worked out for you. I really do have all of your gaps filled and your heartaches eased and I have all of the provision that you'll ever want. Come unto me. Stop seeking for it out there. All of your needs are met here. All of your questions are answered here. All of your problems are solved here. And I'm coming quickly to a close this morning. But I want you to imagine yourself with me Imagine holding a cup in your hands, Mom, and you're running and you're running with this cup, and it's, it's full at one point of water, of living water. You're running and running and running, constantly trying to keep up and keep up and keep up, and as you run and run and run from thing to thing to thing, the living water begins to slosh out, doesn't it? I can't. I, I would run, but not in these shoes. I would hurt myself, but you guys understand, right? I'm pouring out to my kids little bit for you today. I go to my job and I pour out a little bit for them. And I come and I do ministry and I pour out a little to them. And I give and I give and I run and I run and I run. Guess what? Eventually, that cup is what? Empty. And I think for a minute... What I need is just around the corner to fill that thing back up. Maybe I just need a nap. Maybe I just need a free moment. Maybe I just need a date with my husband. Maybe I just need a little bit of prayer time. And eventually I have these few small little drops that go back into my cup. But mere drops will never, ever, ever satisfy the empty. It's never going to satisfy the empty. The tragic truth is that what will fill me 
What will fill you is not the accomplishment of the perfect Pinterest birthday party. It's going to feel good for a second, Mom. I'm not trying to be rude, but that's what we do in this world today. It's not going to be the rat race trying to keep up with Mom over on the next corner. She's got the cool new clothes on and this and that and the other. None of those things are ever going to satisfy. Unfortunately, they're just vacuums that continually suck us dry but never have the ability to fill. This kind of empty that moms experience today is the one where our hands are completely full, but we're just this exhausted shell of an individual. It's true, whether we want to believe it or not. And God is calling us today, all I want to do is reconnect with you. I want you to come unto me and allow me to satisfy. I want you to come unto me that I would breathe life and love back into all of your dry and depleted places. He is the well of refreshing. He is the beauty that we seek. He is the answer for our motherhood desires. I can't do my job without him. I've tried, and I fail miserably. I wonder if we could all stand today. On this Mother's Day morning, Mom, God is calling you. And perhaps there's others in the house this morning as well. He's wanting to remind you that your unrealistic expectations can be traded for his real presence. I don't know about you, but life is hard. Life is full of disappointment. Life is full of people wanting a lot of things from us. And God is calling today, let me bless your home. Trust me with your motherhood. Trust me with your future. Trust me with your schedule. Trust me with your life. It doesn't have to be a rat race. Only I will satisfy. I think of a mom and all the cares that I have. Every minute of the day, I'm caring about my kids or somewhere I got to be or worried about my job or something. And Jesus calls and he says, cast all of your cares upon me for I care for you. I wonder if that's anybody today where you just need God to refill what is dry and empty and broken. I wonder if there's any moms that would join me today. Maybe you can grab the hand of the mom next to you and you just know they need a little prayer, a little strength. Maybe you're not a mom, but you just need a refilling of the Holy Ghost. You just need something more today. I believe that he will do and be everything beyond your wildest dreams. Nothing in this world will ever do it. But God himself is calling today. Will you trust me with your life? Will you come unto me? 
and let me take you and do more with you and your children and your life than you could ever do alone. I wonder if there's anybody that just needs a little touch this morning. If you would come. I believe God wants to do a great work. Jesus. God, I pray right now for every mom in this house. God, I pray that you would pour out your spirit. God, that the desires of those, Lord, who are calling out to you today, take us, Jesus, beyond ourselves. Take us, Lord, and do more than we can ever do ourselves. God, I plead the blood, Lord, over every request, over every heart, upon every life. Lord, break through this morning, oh God, the disappointments. Break through the frustrations. Lord, break through the hurting and the pain, oh God. Restore, oh God, the broken, I pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, we need you, oh God. You are the answer to all things, Lord. You are the refreshing, oh God, that we seek in this world today. God, I believe right now by the power of the Holy Ghost, Jesus will be poured out in this house. Jesus, in your name, Lord, we worship you today, oh God. Lord, you are holy, you are holy, you are holy, you are holy. Jesus, Jesus. 